Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following episode of today's Chaotic Sports Podcast contains strong, suggestive dialogue. Viewer discretion is advised. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome to today's episode of the Chaotic Sports Podcast right here on the Grid Network. I am your host, content creator and executive producer extraordinaire, Patrick L. Brown. And I would like to say, if you're a first-time listener, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to the show. We are in a very deep series on making your mental health a priority. This is part three of this in-depth, informative series, which has had me in a little bit of a whirlwind the last few days since I recorded part two. You are more than welcome to go back and listen to part one and part two in order to catch up. I am, it's been a whirlwind since part three, uh, since part two, ladies and gentlemen. I'll explain more of that here momentarily. If you haven't subscribed to The Grid, please do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Be sure to check us out on YouTube as well. Be sure to follow us on all the social media platforms. You can also follow myself on Instagram at Chaotic Sports Podcast and on Twitter at Chaotic P. As stated before the show started, it contains... Strong, suggestive dialogue and viewer discretion is advised because I believe this this series has been very vulnerable for me. It's been very emotional and I've been in a a little bit of a, a downfall since uh, I recorded my last episode. It, it, it took a lot out of me emotionally and I wasn't sleeping really good and I got to thinking that was the probably one of the first times in the history of doing this show that I poured every ounce of energy that I had in my body in one episode. 
You're more than welcome to go back and listen to the previous two parts. We're going to go ahead and get started with part three, which is simply titled Fighting Your Past While Harming the Present. You may ask why I have this particular title for this episode. Because most of us who are dealing and battling mental health are fighting with the past. Things that happened in our childhood, our adolescent years, and early adulthood, we're still fighting with to this very day. And yes, it's putting a strain on the present. Before we dive into that, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been supportive throughout this process and throughout this journey. All my great teammates, I love you guys. We've got a lot of content creators over there. You guys are doing some phenomenal work. Keep it up. But this this particular subject matter pertaining to mental health is very important to me. Not only as a black man in America, but to all my listeners who listen to my show each and every week. We talk sports, pop culture on my show. But I wanted to take a break, a little bit of a break from the sports general uh, topics and be open and vulnerable to you, the listeners on the show, as well as those who follow on YouTube. Mental health has been trial and error. We all know that it's been the forefront of this of the general population since the start of 2020. We've all been through some things. Most of us are in therapy and counseling. Most of us are still dealing with some stuff that's been talked about in the previous two episodes, which we'll elaborate on a little bit today. We're going to start with our first uh, point, an emphasis. Unsolved issues and reoccurring problems derail your progress. What I mean by that is, there may be some things in your life that you haven't quite addressed. Abandonment, low self-esteem, while a family relative passes away, <clears throat> and a lot of things that are balled up and bundled up and you hold them in within your body. Anytime that you hold on to all that, it derails your progress. What I mean by that is, if you are in the process of trying to get over the hurt and agony and pain, but you keep self-inflicting it on yourself because you haven't fully let go, it can stop your progress and set you back a few more years. A lot of unresolved issues in the household that plays a, a vital role. And what I mean is you may have been through damning circumstances and it hurts you. Yes, as people, we are human beings of flesh and blood were made, born to make mistakes. None of us are perfect. 
None of us come into this world knowing right from wrong when we come out of the birth canal. We don't know what the world is going to give us. We don't know how to, 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 perceive, to perceive it. But throughout the course of life, you grow up. You see a lot of things. You hear a lot of things. People in our own families do everything to do right by us. And you've got those ones who want to inflict harm because they're hurting. Hurt people hurt people. Let me rephrase that. People who are hurt hurt other people. Because they too have unresolved issues. This is something that we have been dealing with since the beginning of time. Generational curses from years past play a vital, crucial, and pivotal role in mental health. You may ask, how does that affect people today? Go back to your family history. You may have that that relative, you know, that that aunt, uh, that aunt, uncle, or cousin who dealt with their own issues in their own household. Those issues weren't resolved. So as they got older and had their own families, it was passed down to their their to their children. They were the ones who had to suffer for their uh their previous for their previous family member shortcomings. Everything that is a recurring problem in mental health resolves results in not fully addressing it head on prior to your healing journey. A lot of us today are hurting because someone else who was hurt reminded us of things that we were unaware of until it was brought to the, brought to the light. A lot of family issues, social issues, everything that we can think of revolves around unresolved issues that keep reoccurring. As we go through this series on making your mental health a priority, we're going to dive deeper and deeper into the root of it all. I don't know how far this series will go. But rest assured, I've got at least two more episodes on mental health, maybe three. As we continue into this this, this sensitive subject matter, most of our results can come from previous failed attempts of healing. Meaning, one, you go to therapy for a few for a little bit you do okay and then you stop your sessions something else happens in your life and then it's just a snowball effect one e- catastrophic event in your life leads to another so everything that you built with your therapist then becomes detrimental later on by not resolving it from from the from the get go you can often find yourself being even more depressed, 
lonely, and anxious. Some people result in maybe being suicidal because they, excuse me, they felt like they let themselves down. They stopped their own progress. It's difficult upon going to therapy. We've all been there. How many of us today can sit here in our humble lofts and say, I went to therapy for the right reasons? It sounds good when you hear it, but you have to be all in. You can't have one foot in, one foot out. Because if that's the case, you're defeating the purpose of going to therapy and counseling. The results of not finishing what you started with your therapy just adds more stress and problems in your life, in your marriage, relationship, your professional career, because you're constantly fighting it. You're fighting to accept the fact that there's more work that needs to be done. It's difficult. Even as a man, I have my days where I don't even want to, you know, talk to people. I'm very, I'm very introverted. I'm very shy to an extent. And a lot of people don't know how to handle me. That's not saying that I'm, that I'm abnormal. It's the fact that I'm very cautious of who I talk to as far as dealing with my own struggles and battles with mental health. Yes, there are days that I have high anxiety. There are days that I have very, very extreme depression. But praise be to God that there's been a whole lot of brighter days with some dark days. And my dark days, I've sat and I asked myself, what would my niece and nephew and my mom's life be without me? Now, before you draw to the conclusion, of course, I've had those thoughts throughout the course of the last few years. But I keep, but I keep pressing. I know when to tell myself it's okay to not be okay. We've all been in that dark space for, for a reason. Yes, we have. Sometimes we shut down and don't talk to anybody. And that causes us to be in those dark spaces. But while you're in those dark spaces, it allows you to reflect in order to get to the brighter side of things. People today are dealing with more and more dark days than bright. It's a crazy thought but people who I've come in contact with we all share the same sentiments what would our lives be without people knowing that we feel this way what would their lives be like without us here a lot of that comes into the for the for of uh, the fray of who we are as human beings i believe most people fall victim to anxiety and depression because of what the world thinks of them, how they should be. Expectations of living up to other people's dark, sick, twisted 
fantasies. All of that we've all experienced. Myself, as I explained in part two, at the age of 16, I lived my life trying to feel, fulfill everybody's dark, sick, twisted fantasies of their expectations for me. It got lonely. I got pissed off some of the times because if I slipped up and made a mistake, I was ostracized. I was chastised. People threw darts at me. There comes a point in time in life where you have to put one foot in front of the other and stand tall. And sometimes you have to take a baseball bat and shatter those expectations in order to be free from the bound and the, the spiritual aspect of it of being shackled and, and bound and, you know, pup being a puppet master. You're the puppet while they're the puppet master. I know this sounds dark. It sounds tense. But we're going deep into the ocean with this particular subject of mental health. Bear with me because we've got lots to cover. Family matters which transfer from one generation to the next play a, plays a role. This is a very, very dark topic and subject. Whenever I was putting this episode together, this one hit close to home. If you grow up in a household and there's all kinds of things, you got, you know, you got, I may have a, a parent who's your mom is your nourisher and your protector. Whereas your dad may have been the aggressor and the provider. A lot of that hurts you psychologically. Because you want to listen to both parents. But at the same time, when one parent is doing wrong and the other one is doing right, it becomes a conflict of interest. Family matters within the household are brought on by generational curses that they haven't gotten over. The hurt, the turmoil, uh, their parents may have walked out on them when they were kids, so they still hold that grudge against them. It passes along. In this day and age, a lot of kids are hurting more ways than we know. I've never seen so many kids in this generation who are lost. And it all stems from family matters in their house that were never resolved. Marriages are broken up. A lot of infidelity. There may be substance abuse, alcoholism, all that. Kids see all that. They see the verbal abuse, the emotional abuse towards each other. A kid can only take so much and it starts to weigh on them because they don't know how to respond. So they lash out out of anger at other kids at school or at their teachers because of what they've seen and witnessed in their house. It's not fair, but these kids are hurting more today than they were years ago. Everything that we see and hear stems from 
family matters of generational curses. It's sad. It's dark. It's gloomy. But at the end of the day, we have to find a healing in the midst of the storm. Generational curses are real. Financially, spiritually, physically, intimately, and emotionally. How you see love in your house will play a vital role in how you would want to raise your family. As someone who is ultra-sensitive, by, by fault, I have a big heart that will open up to anybody. I have a strong head on my shoulders. But when I see something that's not right, it hurts me. Because I know what my mother went through and how she was treated. It hurt me. It hurt me to a point where I would often say, if I ever get married and have a wife, I will never treat her the way my dad treated my mother. You may say, well, Patrick, that's just the way it is. No, it's not. A marriage should be centered around control. It has to be centered around a strong foundation. A man leads, but he doesn't have to follow. A woman in today, in the household today, is raising the kids. And to, a, and to an extent, there are strong men in the house, but at the same time, he too has to separate fact from fiction. There's a lot of things that go on that are undetected. Pride, ego, envy can break up a marriage or a relationship. Finances can break up a relationship. A lot of things that we've dealt with in the household break up and cause mental health issues. I've often seen my peers get married. I've wished them, you know, nothing but the best. But further down the road, when you're not ready to be married and be in a relationship, you still have that that mindset of, well, I can do it in the dark and nobody's going to know about it because it won't be it won't come to the light. What's done in the dark eventually comes to the light and also um, reveals one's true character and unresolved issues. As someone who is a survivor of verbal abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse in school, I've seen a lot of things that I held on to. My life as an adolescent was ravaged with abuse. And... You may ask, how did I, how was I able to survive all that? By the grace of God, he kept me here for a reason. There were times I wanted to, you know, I thought about taking my life when I was a teenager. Because I couldn't deal with the expectations. 
I was emotionally hurt, verbally abused, physically abused, and sexually abused in school. I often think about how I could have handled it. But when you're an introvert and a very shy kid and constantly bullied, it takes a toll on your body emotionally. I sit here today as to say I have no sympathy for parents or educators who want to hurt kids. I can't respect you. I've had a lot of dark days during that time. There was a day that I sat in my room, laid in my bed, I looked up at the ceiling, and I closed my eyes and I just imagined my life just 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 sailing away to another to another uh, form of life. Some would say it's the afterlife. But I'm still here for a reason. Yes, I still struggle with the hurt from time to time because the society we live in, everything we see on the news, we read about in the newspaper and on the uh, websites, all that still stems from unresolved issues within your family and within everything else under the sun. Generational curses are real. We've gotten to a point where kids today are just, they're raising themselves. We're living in a generation where, you know, there's, I'm going to say this wholeheartedly and honestly. We're living in an era where we don't have Big Mama in the house. If you grew up in a black household, you know who Big Mama is. That's your grandma. She was the one who was the mold for your family. She was the one who pretty much took care of you when your parents had to work. So you had to deal with the disciplinarian of your grandmother. We don't have that anymore in the households. Some people are so fortunate to have Big Mama. And we also have, you know, we don't have the the mother hens in the classrooms either, which is the old school teachers. The mother hens were like a second mother to us. They understood. They wanted to help us. And often heard one of my old teachers say, the day will come when the school corporations will push them out the door for a newer breed of teachers who don't know squat about education, but they're going to be more consumed with trying to be popular and likable. That's proven to be a fact. I can, I'm a te- I can witness, I'm a witness to that. I, I've seen that firsthand. But as we go through trying to break generational curses from years past within our family matters, a lot of things. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're swept under the rug. 
a lot of things were said behind closed doors. Infidelities occurred within the household. Kids today see all of it. Even kids who grew up back then. We see we can write books about it. Infidelity is part of a culture that has been there since the beginning of time. Pride, ego, and the player-like mentality is still there. As someone who's very sentimental and delicate, I wouldn't dare to put my wife or woman through all that which I seen in my own house. Because what's done in the dark comes to the light. You may think you can duck and hide, but you're eventually going to get caught. You have that one slip up, and there you are. You're trying to explain to your spouse, it, it's, not, it's, it's nothing, it, it, I didn't mean for it to happen. But pride, ego, and flesh take over. And before you know it, you done found yourself in a very sticky situation. This plays a role in your mental health. You know what you're doing and you think you don't get caught. But once you get caught, it's everybody else's fault but your own. Mental health is a very serious matter in which some people are fighting and they're stopping the progress and it's derailing their healing. Everything in which we conquer, everything that we touch, plays a role. Growing up, i seen a lot of things. A lot of things hurt me. And to this very day, I live to tell about it. I've seen things that most kids that would go build a time machine and go back and see, they would have a different perspective. A lot of people go through life and they keep that close in their hearts because it hurts them enough that they don't talk about it. But when they reach a breaking point and we get to a point of, okay, enough is enough. We talk about this with our therapist and marriage counseling, any uh, psychotherapy. We never know what our spouse may have been through prior to getting married. That's why in relationships, allow yourself to heal after a breakup. Don't jump into another relationship if you're not fully healed from the one you just got out of. Because you won't be happy nor satisfied. You'll constantly be at wit's end with one another. You'll constantly be arguing. You'll have emotional issues. You'll have intimacy issues because of unresolved issues that you didn't address before starting another relationship. Same thing with marriage. I've never seen so many people get divorced one month and then four months later they're getting married again. I don't get that. If you're still readjusting and if you got kids involved, that's a lot of selfishness 
take time out to think about your kids before you jump up and get married again or jump into a new relationship. Keep them in mind because what hurts you will hurt them eventually. You have to do what's necessary to heal before jumping into a new aspect of your life. A lot of emotional, a lot of emotional barriers, a lot of intimate barriers, a whole lot of things that need to be wiped out and rebuilt before you can just go back out there. You often hear people say you break up. All you need to go back out there. Not necessarily. Because you're still dealing with the aftermath of one breakup, one divorce. Because if you're not addressing yourself before you invest in somebody else, you're going to hurt that person. People don't think about that. It's very, very common to do that. But if you're a smart individual and you understand, you would do what's necessary to heal before you go and try to invest in someone else. If people took the initiative like they're doing everything else, I think our lives would be a lot better. Life is the greatest teacher. And sometimes life hurts. Love hurts. And everything else under the sun. Hidden truths were covered up with solicited lies. This one is very common each and every day. A lot of stuff goes on behind closed doors. And it's hidden. It's like a game. It's a mystery game. There's three doors with three separate prizes. Door number one, door number two, and three. Which one are you going to walk through? Sometimes walking through those doors, you find out it was more than what you bargained for. People hide the truth in order to tell a lie I am a witness of that we all are there were times where you thought you were doing something right you saw somebody else doing something that was right but when you found out the truth your perception of that individual changes because you can't look at them the same we've seen that in leadership and the household within our inner circle. We all have hidden tr- hidden lives, hidden truths that were covered up with solicited lies in order to protect someone else. This to me is the biggest flaw within our uh, radius. A lot of things are swept and hidden in order to protect someone else. What are you protecting them from? The truth? So you can lie for them and let them keep getting by with what they're doing? Infidelity? Substance abuse? Alcoholism? Verbal emotional abuse? A lot of things are kept secret. In the household. From generations past. You don't find out about this stuff. 
until you get older. Maybe some of us find out when we're kids and it takes takes away our our whole perception of life. You see things, you hear things. It's often hidden because someone wants to tell a solicited lie. It's unwarranted. But at the end of the day, those hidden truths are revealed. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You want to talk about hurting down to the heart, to the core of your soul. It takes everything you have not to just want to hurt that individual. We've all been there. I've been there. Throughout this healing journey, a lot of things were revealed to me about a lot of people. People who I thought were in my corner and people who just used me as a pawn. It was very emotional, very dark, very vivid. Certain events in my life were I didn't ask for. But I went through hell and high water in the process. I had to fight with myself in order to keep my sanity to a a degree. I couldn't fight with others because I didn't want to hurt them. But the same ones that was doing it to me, I was hurting myself further further along in life. I had to accept reality. That this is who these people work. Regardless of how many times they smiled in my face. As soon as I turned my back. They were stabbing me. You've heard the song Backstabbers by the legendary group the OJs. Smile in your face. All, all along want to take your place. Backstabbers. It's sad. That the people who we built rapport with. We're trying to hurt us in a negative way. Thinking they were going to get by with it. And they didn't. I went through a time in my life where I had to separate myself from other people. This was the same thing that caused me to end up in therapy. I was hurting. I was emotional. And I didn't know which way to go. But I knew there were some hidden truths that were covered up with solicited lies, which was revealed to me in 2020 in a lot of vivid dreams. Once I started taking my medication, a lot of stuff was revealed to me in the darkest hours of that of that time period. A lot of people today, they see me. I see them differently. Hey, how you doing? And I leave it at that. I don't go around a whole lot of people. That's because of the way that I've I've dealt with this whole mental health aspect. I've been able to keep my anxiety and depression at, at bay. 
Because I remember a time when those individuals wanted to hurt me in more ways than one. To this day, is there a, is there a sign of respect? Sometimes. I'm just being honest. Whenever I'm out and about and I see him, hey, how you doing? That's it. Because when I was in a dark space, I couldn't find those individuals. Nowhere to be found. You could have put out a missing person alert and they wouldn't have appeared. But once I started to gain control of who I was and and my destiny in life, I started to feel better. You may have hurt me with your words, your slick comments on social media. But at the end of the day, in my heart of hearts, it made me a better individual in in the worst way possible. People on social media do a whole lot of talking, a lot of talking. But whenever you see them out in person, they quiet. My grandfather once had a saying, the loudest person in the room is the one who's scared. But the one who's sitting off to himself and being the silent observant is the one you should be afraid of. That was me, the silent observant. When people would walk into a building and start rambling and wanting everybody to acknowledge them, I would just stand back and look with a straight face. My expression never changed. Because at the end of the day, your ego will eventually be crushed. And when it crushes, don't take my word for it. A lot of things that we've dealt with in our personal lives have made us who we are today. Strong-minded individuals are usually the ones who fight the, the toughest battles. This battle ain't for everybody. But whenever you feel the need and the urge to go seek counseling and therapy, go do it. Be like Nike. Just do it. There's no shame in admitting that you need to go to therapy. The biggest problem we face in our society is people accepting the fact that They do need help. A lot of people are hurt, insecure, and unsure who they are as individuals because of what people have, you know, said about them and this perception. That comes down to control. When you allow other people to control your feelings and emotions, that's where you get in trouble. I'm a witness to that. I survived it. People wanted me to be something that I wasn't. But whenever I broke free, a lot of people had a problem with it. That was the best day of my life was walking away from conformity and control. I felt better. I felt free. I can fly like an eagle in the sky. A delicate butterfly who has the air, has the wind under its wings to stay afloat. I became a free spirit. Because I was allowed to think on my own without having other people do it for me. Who thought they, if they told me this, this, and this, that I would go along with it. But as I got older, if I knew then what I know now, my life probably would have turned out a lot better. I'm not ashamed of meaning that I'm a survivor of all that. 
I am not ashamed of that. Being controlled and conformed was very, very difficult by all means. I'm not ashamed of telling that to you, the listeners. I want to help you to become better people through this podcast on the subject of mental health. I am an advocate and an ally for mental health. I believe that it's important to have a strong mind in order to be a great human being. Credit, there's imperfections along the way. But as long as you learn from your mistakes and and put one foot in front of the other, I believe you can be the best version of yourself that you could possibly be. It's a lot of work. And it's a lot of trial and error. But rest assured, I believe that you can be as great as you want to be as long as you put forth the effort. You feel... Lost, insecure, and defeated. A lot of that still boils down to generational curses and how you feel within your heart, mind, and soul. We go through life striving and grinding to be the best person that we can be. A lot of people fall, but they either can get back up or stay on the ground. It's tough. It's tough when you suffer that first loss. A lot of things that happen. You may be in a relationship with a woman or whoever it may be and she may have some issues on her own. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We have to work through that. You have to be there for that individual because... She, he or she may be afraid to open up, but if you could build her swagger up and her confidence, I believe that you can help uh, hide some of those blemishes of insecurity, unbelief, and doubt. A lot of things that we suffer through comes from being lost without a straight path insecurity issues in relationships marriages professionalism your careers you're afraid of being defeated because you want to put you would put so much perfection into it you can try to be perfect it's not going to happen you may be in a relationship and it's not perfect yes you have your comp you have your you have your differences, but don't let your the verbal and emotional abuse hurt each other. Because at the end of the day, your spouse can only take so much. I often think about how things would be if I were married or in a relationship. 
I'm a very sensitive and sentimental guy. I would hear her out because at the end of the day, I'm going to break this down into a spiritual sense. A woman is the bearer of life. She is the nourisher of life. She is your prime rib and not your spare rib. Let that sink in for a second. Prime rib, she's right there by your side. She's there through every ups and downs, your highs and lows, your dark and sunny days. She'll always be there for you if you're there for her. It's a partnership. It's teamwork. Relationships could be built on strong foundations. But you have to understand each other as human beings. Neither one of us is perfect. Neither one of us is, they think we know it all. We don't. But you have to understand your strengths and weaknesses in order to have a wonderful, beautiful relationship. Yes, you may have the days where you disagree, but don't take it to heart. Hear each other out and come to a conclusion. I'm not the type of person that likes to argue. I may not agree with everything that you say, but I will respect your opinion. Because at the end of the day, as a man, it is my job to be a provider and a protector. It takes two human beings to make one baby, but you don't want to put that, bring that a baby into the world in madness and chaos. Because when that baby grows up, who knows what'll happen. You strive to be phenomenal parents to raise a child the right way. There's gonna be some bumps in the road, but it's how you respond to adversity is what's going to, is how that child will respond later on in life. There's a whole lot of things and relationships segueing into the last subject, uh, the last topic of, of this episode. Relationships and marriages which left you hurt with fear, unbelief, and doubt. This is one area as a man that I haven't really experienced. But I've seen my peers go through it. Relationships where they were not on the same page financially, emotionally, spiritually. They built up a rapport with one another, but it wasn't all the way there. They broke up. They took shots at one another on social media. And it caused division within the family. Because everybody has an opinion. Because that's someone in their family. But at the end of the day. The less people know about your marriage. And your personal life. The better off you'll be. Social media has been a blessing and a curse. It has also been. If you want to find out anything. Just log on social media. I'm not the type of person that would air my personal business on social media. 
I talk a lot about my struggles with mental health and my battles. But if I were in a relationship and I was having some issues, that's the last place I'm going is social media. I don't need public opinion to tell me how to fix my relationship or marriage. I believe that having that that sense of privacy within your personal life can help heal in areas in which you need to work on. When you air your grievances on social media about issues in your relationships, your marriages, and all this other stuff, I believe that creates a lot more anxiety than what's warranted. What's done in your house should stay in your house. You don't put that on social media. A lot of people are so quick to put their their personal and intimate profiles on social media. I'm very eerie of that for some reason. I, I've always been that way. I'm very private to an extent. But I just don't think that that's a place where I, I would want to, you know, put air my grievances if I'm having issues with my marriage or my relationship and everybody chimes in and they don't know what the hell is going on other than what you told them. I've often felt like as a human being, where would we be without social media? How many relationships and marriages would actually survive social media? We've seen celebrities and their issues blasted all over social media. And sometimes it's just like, man, that's a private matter. <laughs> you don't have to tell that to all everybody, your your one million people on social media. Because once you put that out there, that's when more trouble starts. I'm very private with my life. I share bits and pieces in, of it, but issues like that, I keep away from social media. I do. If I were married and having a, and having an issue, I'm talking about that with that my, my wife behind closed doors. I'm not going to social media. We can agree to disagree, but at the end of the day, if you love that, if you love your spouse, you'll be honest with them and straightforward about a particular issue. Because once you let it go to social media, it's a wrap. Because then everybody knows it. And everybody and their mama knows it. You're getting text messages from people. You, oh, I just saw something on social media that your spouse said about you. What's going on? Huh? What's going on? That ain't none of nobody's business. Well, it's all over social media. And then all hell breaks loose. Because now you don't start at an all-out war. And it's sad. Something so simple that could be fixed is now broadcasted to social media. It leaves you feeling hurt and doubt and confused. The person you thought you knew and loved, now you're starting to question their integrity. Because if they do that to you once, how many how many more times are they going to do it further down the road? It's a question that only those who are married in relationships can answer. As someone who's single and looking and 
trying to navigate a persona in this era of dating is very difficult. It's difficult. I'm very straightforward. I'm very honest. And yes, I I struggle with, you know, a lot of stuff in relationships. There's a song by the rapper Wale called The Matrimony featuring Usher. Great song. Shout out to Wale and Usher. That's one of the realest songs I've ever heard from a rapper. Because if you listen to the lyrics, there's this line that says, I'm paraphrasing, when he finds when he finds someone he'll probably be scared to share with everybody else. That line hits differently. Because every person that's been there, when you find someone, you'll be scared to share. Only because it's like, oh, this it's all mine. I I, I don't want to, you know, lose lose this individual because of someone else being jealous. It's difficult. And I listened to that song the other morning and I was like, man, that song just hits differently. Music has a way of speaking to us in more ways than one. Lyrics hit differently. They do. And whenever I listen to sincere, sentimental songs on that magnitude, yes, I get a little emotional. Emotions are part of human nature. Because you can feel where Wale was coming from. You'd be scared to share with anybody else. And that's just human nature. You can make plans to be with someone. And it's a big roller coaster. Because going up that going up that hill or whatever the case may be, it's growth. It's nourishing. It's a new life. Because once you go down that hill, if you're not prepared for what's to come. You'll never be able to make it. People are so quick to run to the altar and say, I do. But are you really in love with that person? Have you got to know their strengths and weaknesses? Have you did all the prerequisites before going to the altar? Because if you haven't hashed out and worked out your past failures in relationships and marriages... You don't want to bring that into a new into a new relationship or marriage. You don't want to do that. It's very important, and I mean this from the depths of my soul, that you both go to counseling before you get married. Take the time to go. Understand one another. Don't jump up and run to the altar just because everybody else is doing it. Because it takes more to say I don't rather than I do. Because that's money. It almost feels like it's triple the money that you spend to get out of it. Versus going in. No pun intended. A lot of couples today would benefit if they had went to counseling before they got married. Not saying that that it would work for everybody. But at least taking that step as a a strong couple to say we're going to we're going to do this the right way i may not be a perfect human being you may not be a perfect human being but taking that extra step to go through the healing process together it's a journey 
Because once you get married and say, I do, it's a partnership. Two become one. One mind, body, soul. Heart. The goal is to stay married for as long as you can. The goal is to conceive a child and bring it into the world and raise it together. I believe that if these issues aren't resolved prior to marriage or relationships, it's just an appetite for disaster before it gets started. It's the world we live in today tells us what we should and shouldn't do. But we as human beings have the mind and the will to do what's right. If we allow society to paint this picture of what marriage and relationships should look like, we're going to fall victim to the stuff that they didn't tell us. That's why I tell anybody, any of my friends and peers, make sure that you are sincere about saying I do. Because if you're not, it's going to reveal itself as you go along through the first, through your honeymoon phase and newlywed phase. A lot of people today that I see, sometimes I, you know, I'm happy for them that they, you know, got that special someone in their life. And then there's some that don't belong together because they're at war with one another. It could be our siblings. It can be, you know, cousins, aunts, uncles, whomever it may be, our, our best friends. If they're hurting and we can see it, I would take my time to say, you don't have to go through all that. Why are you still with that individual? Why are you continue to let them hurt you and verbally abuse you? Is it even worth it? Do what's right. And sometimes if you have to break up, so be it. Leave on good terms. But if you leave on negative terms, who knows what to follow? Jealousy, anger, rage, all that plays into verbal and abusive relationships and marriage. If you're unable to break away from that person who's been hurting you all this time, do what's best for your kids. You have to. You can't stay in that you can't stay in that same space. It breaks my heart sometimes when I see good people being hurt. Whether if it's a man or a woman. My heart aches both ways. With me being the man that I am, I've seen things through a woman's eyes. How she feels about things. And how, you know, how a man should be there for her, for his for his woman. Because when a woman breaks down and cry, it, it, it hurts me. Because that's someone that has been through hell and high water. And now is the time for me to be there for her. I'm very sensitive when I see relationships involving men and women who are verbally abusive, emotionally, and intimately abusive. It hurts me. There's days I 
I just ask myself, why? Why are they doing this to this individual? How do we get here? One thing I always said, if I ever get married, I would never do anything to hurt my wife in any aspect of our of our marriage. If I've admitted if I've done wrong, I'll admit that. If I don't if I did something that was out of character and context, I would tell her that I'm sorry. Genuinely. I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong about something. As a man who prides himself on doing everything that he can to make sure that a woman's safe and secure. I hold that dear to my heart. When she's hurting, I want to pray for her. When she can't sleep, help her go back to sleep. When things are looking a little weary, be there for her. Encourage her and boost her swagger and confidence. Acknowledge her that she looks good. And she's got her hair done, nails done, got on one of the flyest outfits in her wardrobe. I'm going to acknowledge her. I will. Because that's who God put in my life to say, that's your woman. Protect her. Be the, be the gatekeeper to her heart. That's a, that is a notion and incentive that I take very seriously. So anybody who's listening, ladies, know that, that I do care. And the keys to your heart are hanging on the hook one way or another. They're left there for a special individual. Because God doesn't allow everybody to see your heart. And when I get those keys and unlock it, rest assured, I will be the very best that I can be. For you moving forward. Helping you on this journey. As we grow together. Fellas. I'm going to end it with this. Do right. By your spouse. Be the best man you can be. Don't let pride. And ego. Break up a good thing in your relationship or marriage. Do all you can. To love, adore, and be affectionate to your spouse. The energy that we give should be reciprocated back. It goes both ways. Always know who you are as a man. Always know your place in a relationship. Always know that a woman was given to us by God. To love, to adore, to be our helpmate, our prime rib. Be of good character. Raise up your kids the way they should go in the right direction. Love, honor, protect your woman at all costs. Do all you can to support her career and every step of the way. Because she's going to do all she can to support you. Be of good courage. Love one another. It doesn't take a holiday to say, I love you, boo. I love you, babe. We don't need a holiday 
to buy a bouquet of flowers every day as a holiday when you're with one another. It doesn't have to be Valentine's Day, Christmas, none of that. As long as you got one another and you genuinely appreciate each other, it's a holiday. To wake up every morning and know that he or she's laying beside you in the land of the living is a holiday. To be there for you through the ups and downs and highs and lows is a holiday. It may not be easy. Nothing in life is easy. But this is one area of our lives that we need to work on, and that's our relationships and marriages. I am no expert, but I'm just telling, just giving you liner points of what I've seen over the course of my lifetime. Please continue to stay safe, protect one another, honor, cherish, and acknowledge one another. That is all the time we have for today's show. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to The Grid on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you may, excuse me, listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on social media platforms and tell a friend to tell a friend that The Grid Network is expanding. We are growing. We've got a lot of content creators over there. I love my grid teammates. And before I conclude this episode, I pray that you all are in a safe space mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and intimately. Take time out to tell someone you love them. If nobody's told you today, I love you. I may not know you from Adam and Eve, but I'm going to say that I love you. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself from top to bottom. Continue to stay safe in this society. Say a prayer each and every day. You should pray daily. Always be of good courage and good character. That is all for today. I'm going to get out of here so I can get ready to take my nap and get ready for another work week. We're going to continue this this series next week. Part four is already in the uh, in rough draft pro, in rough draft mode right now. Join me next week for another installment of making your mental health a priority. Take care of your mental health. Take care of your physical health and everything else under the sun. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. This is Patrick L. Brown signing off. Have a wonderful week. I'll see y'all next time around. Peace out.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.